cuts it back. 40, 45, 50. He's off to the races. Down the left sideline. To the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Game on Wisconsin and the Quick Slants podcast are brought to you by Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. What is up, Packers fans, and welcome back to the Quick Slants podcast at Game on Wisconsin. I am your host, Jason Perrone. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Jason Perrone. You can follow Game On Wisconsin at Game On WI. Man, we are trucking through this 2021 season. I feel like I was just recapping a terrible Week One game in Jacksonville against the displaced New Orleans Saints in Week One, and here we are entering Week 18, an unprecedented Week 18. The NFL has never had before 17th game, and the Packers getting ready to take on the Detroit Lions, which will happen on Sunday. And But before we get to that, let's talk about some news of the week. A bunch of stuff to get to, some thoughts to share about some Packers players. And then we'll talk about practice. We're going to talk about practice, Allen Iverson. Because there was some exciting news on Wednesday regarding practice and players and guys that were there. A couple guys that weren't there. And then there's a game to be played on Sunday. And since this is the last Quick Slants podcast before that game, I got to talk about the Packers and Lions. And let you know how I think that whole thing is going to shake out. So let's jump right in and start with the low-hanging fruit. And that is this Aaron Rodgers MVP Hub Arkish story that came out earlier this week. And this is a radio personality in Illinois who made some comments about his intentions for NFL MVP voting. And it was not flattering towards Aaron Rodgers. By now, everybody's heard the soundbite. Everybody's heard what he said and what he's what's going on. So this guy said he, he was asked to confirm that he said he would not be voting for Aaron Rodgers. And he said that was true. Said, I don't think how, you know, I don't know how you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team and your fan base and be the most valuable player, is what he said. And then when he was asked if he thinks Rodgers will win the MVP, he said he'll probably win MVP because a lot of voters don't approach it like he does. And really kind of towed the line of a guy who has an MVP vote who's obviously not supposed to share that in the media. I gotta be honest with you. If you want my take, I've never heard of this guy before this week. Didn't even know who this guy was. I have somehow survived nearly three decades of watching NFL football without knowing who this guy is. So I think I can very quickly forget him and move on as soon as this moves out of the news cycle. I won't remember this guy's name. I'll have to look it up. Have no intention of following him at all. And and frankly, I just unless you're a Bears fan or live in Illinois, I don't think most people knew who this guy was. And Aaron Rodgers even said the same thing on Wednesday when he spoke to the media. So I'm just really, really what 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 gets me is when somebody says something now, and social media makes this this very common, and it's very prevalent because the vultures just flock. Somebody says something, and you've got. One faction who agrees with it, another faction who doesn't, and they fight. And there's fighting and fighting and fighting, and then we have to manage the response. And I, we've seen 
things like this turn into people losing jobs, getting fired, uh, you know, losing reputations, getting booted off of TV shows, all kinds of stuff. Because everybody's got a microphone, everybody's got a camera, everybody's got an opinion, everybody listens, and everybody shares their thoughts. And so this guy comes out and starts backtracking. And I am, I'm just personally sick of it. I just, I get so tired of someone's apology after the fact. I don't go for it. I don't buy it. I don't care. You know, some people are like, hey, you need to apologize for that. I don't care if you apologize or not. I want to know you, I want the genuine deal. If you really feel that way, then own it. But you got to own it. You could come out and apologize. The obvious reason why you're doing it is because you're, you didn't realize that you were being as dumb as you were. You're afraid to lose your MVP vote. You're afraid to lose your job, your stature, and you're just trying to save your your own ass right now. You're trying to save your job. Some higher up came to you and said, you need to do this. It's just, you know, I, so now he's going to get on his, his proverbial knees and beg everyone to forgive him. He comes out and issues a statement that he feels really bad about it. Bull. He feels bad he got caught. He feels bad it blew up. He does not feel bad about what he said. And the reason why is because what he said is what he feels. It's what he meant. He meant it. He's not. He doesn't change what he feels all of a sudden. He's saying different things. But it's because he's trying to self-preserve. And he's lame. And Aaron Rodgers called him a bum, and I think that's true. I really think that's true. Naturally... You know, that, that was Roger's response, and he said, and then we've heard Roger say this before when he's been criticized by somebody who really hasn't spent a lot of time around him, is this guy doesn't know me. He hasn't spent any time with me. We haven't had lunch together. We haven't had a conversation. I'd never heard of this guy before today. So it, I think in this 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 whole situation here, and, and, and I don't really want to get into the Aaron Rodgers MVP thing because there's football to be talked about. And the goal is the Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers. It's not Aaron Rodgers winning the Most Valuable Player Award. That doesn't mean anything unless you've got a bunch of money riding on it or you have ulterior motives or other things that are more important to you. But to me, it's Super Bowls, and that's that's the biggest key here. Rodgers may or may not win the MVP. It doesn't matter. Everybody has their own vote in their head and in their heart, and you either like Aaron Rodgers or you don't. And I think a lot of the reaction that people have for this were already determined. A lot of it's rooted in how you already felt before Monday or Tuesday or whenever these comments came out about Aaron Rodgers. If you liked him, then you think this Arkish guy is a tool. And if you already didn't like Aaron Rodgers or you're really upset and you hold this unvaccinated status against him, then maybe you're okay with what what was said, even if you don't say it out loud. You know, maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, you know, I don't mind Aaron Rodgers being knocked down a peg or two here. I kind of agree with it. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers plays football for the Packers, and, and the Packers have won the most games in the NFL. they got the best record, and they have the best chance right now. They've got the best odds of winning it all. And to me, that's all that does matter. So I do think it's really disappointing to know that there's media out there that'll do this. But when you have human beings involved in anything, there is going to be a human element. There's going to be an emotional element to it. You cannot take that out of the equation. That's why I think it's hilarious when you see these movies and and courtroom TV shows and even in actual courtrooms where a judge will strike a comment and say the jury will disregard the previous statement. You can't. You just heard it. You're going to form an opinion. As soon as you see or experience or hear something or see something, 
scent something, whatever it is, you're forming thoughts about it in your brain. It's human nature. If you're not, then you're dead. Your brain isn't working. As long as we're thinking, we're forming ideas. We're, we're either dealing with preconceived notions or we're, we're not. So that's why this whole thing is just so dumb to me. It's just dumb. It was a dumb thing for this guy to say. And, but he's not the only one. I'm not trying to make excuses for him or let him off the hook here, but promise you there's other people out there and there's other guys out there who, who vote and do stupid things like this too. And they, they have really dumb rationales and they have a vote. Their vote counts. They absolutely do. So, but again, MVP, not the goal. It's, it's LVI is what it is. I think I'm getting that right. I think I have the right Roman numerals this year. Devontae Adams also spoke to the media. And I love it when Devontae speaks because he's just kind of, you can tell that he's got this very matter-of-fact, very tough love, very get-up-and-go-to-work mentality. Just go do it. You know, he said at some point we're going to have to kind of deal with the reality of life out there. I think he was talking about COVID and how to coexist with it. It's going to affect his team. It's going to miss. It's going to have players missing time. Every week for the past four or five weeks, the Packers have had more more players hit the COVID reserve list. Two two key players this week. Now both were already injured. Jair Alexander and Billy Turner still on the COVID reserve list. And it's almost one of those things where I heard somebody say earlier that uh, maybe the Packers should do the old school. Actually, I think it might have been Peter Bukowski on Lockdown Packers. If it wasn't Peter, don't chastise him. And if I'm wrong, I, Peter, I apologize. But I think he he, he suggested on Zalu Doing on the, the Wednesday edition of Lockdown Packers that the Packers have a COVID party and just let everybody get it so that they don't have it for the playoffs. But that's obviously, you know, <laughs> nobody, you don't want to give COVID to anybody because um, some people have not come back from it. And so I don't want anybody getting COVID. I don't want a single person on this planet getting COVID. I have seen, unfortunately, in my own life, friends and people that I know who have not survived COVID. And so to me, that is, I get I get the concept and I, I want the Packers to be healthy and I want guys to be able to play, but not at the not at the risk of anybody getting this thing. I would I would love for there to be a week where they can just play football and everybody's healthy and no one gets it, but highly contagious. So is what it is. But Devontae Adams, I went on a total tangent there. I apologize. Devontae Adams talked about what he says to young players about running routes. And he says, look, when, when they say, you know, what do you do in the offseason? Because Devontae is now seen as kind of this savant with his footwork and, and being one of the top receivers, a top receiver in football. How do you prepare? What do you do? And he said, just go run routes at full speed. You know, all these drills that everybody does to try to improve their agility and footwork and speed and all that other kind of stuff, those aren't playing football. Go run routes. Go do the things you're going to actually do on the football field. I love it. I absolutely love it. What a better way to get good at a sport than by playing the sport. What a concept. And I think this is why half of all the stuff they do with the, the NFL Combine every spring ends up making teams, and these are scouts and GMs, really good at their jobs. They trick them into thinking that some guy is going to be a primo star, and he turns out to be nothing but an athletic disappointment in pads. I mean, the dude is athletic as hell. 
He can jump out of the out of the building, as they say, but you put pads on him, he can't play football. I just I love I love Tay. I love this team and the calm around them, the sway and the mojo going into the end of the season, preparing to right all the wrongs of the past several years. And I'm talking about the conference championship. And I'm making a big assumption that the Packers are just gonna are gonna get back there. But I just this team does not seem like that they can there's anything they can't overcome. There's not a team out there the Packers can't beat. There's definitely not a team in the NFC that the Packers can't beat. And they're going to be at home trying to do it. So it's, it's, it's the right mentality. I think this team is primed to do more. And the only thing more they can do is get to a Super Bowl because they've been on the doorstep two years in a row. So, And it's kind of become the running joke around the league. And I think this is maybe more with the fan bases than anybody else where... You get the haters that'll say like, oh yeah, the Packers will be great in the divisional round and then they'll get beat in the, the conference championship again. LOL. And it's 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 like, look, I get it. You hated the Packers. It's, it's kind of like what I said before. If you don't like Green Bay, you're already looking for something to hopefully root for, which is, yeah, you know, I hope the Packers do get to the conference championship game and lose again because it'll, it'll hurt more. And it's like, look, man, at the end of the day, if... If that's how you feel, you're probably not a Packers fan and you're probably mad because your team didn't get there because Green Bay beat them or Green Bay's there and your team is not and you're upset about that. So love, love, love the vibe of this team and I think they they have a lot of really cool stuff in front of them. So the practice, uh, back at practice on Wednesday, David Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, we saw them a little bit last week. David Bakhtiari didn't do much. Still didn't practice in full on Wednesday. Randall Cobb didn't do much last week, but he's back on the practice field. And Josh Myers was back on the practice field as well on Wednesday, which was awesome. I mean, the Packers just, you get all these guys back and you just decide what you're going to do with them. You don't have to plug them all back in as starters, but you've got some of the best depth that there is. And like I said, Jair Alexander, Billy Turner are not practicing because they are still on the COVID reserve list, so they are not eligible to be with the team, and they won't be with the team until further notice. I think the key with David Bakhtiari is how he comes back today. Can he practice in full? Can he put together two straight days? Improving, doing more, or at least doing the same with no soreness, no pain. Matt LaFleur earlier this week said it would be ideal for, for Bakhtiari and Jair to get in some game action before the postseason. Uh, but the virus had other plans, I guess, and it doesn't look like Jair's going to have a chance to play. And who knows? And maybe his shoulder wasn't ready anyway, you know. But I think things are still trending in the right direction overall for the Packers. If all these guys are at least able to practice, and you're getting them doing some work out there, that would be uh, that would be a good thing. So more to be seen on Thursday and Friday, and obviously that that'll that'll tell us a lot more about. What is going to happen? And look, if none of them play, if Myers doesn't play, if, if he's not activated, if Cobb's not activated, if Bakhtiari's not activated, if Jair can't re- return from Cobb, it's fine. Let's just, you know, kick the can to the following week and, and see what happens. Now, the following week doesn't matter because the Packers don't play in the wild card round of the playoffs. And then in the divisional round, then it gets real. And then, and then we'll see if the can's going to get kicked even further down the road to the conference championship. So, 
Week 18, Game 17, the Packers will end this regular season at Detroit against the Lions. And we got what we wanted as Packers fans, which was flexibility. The one seed's locked up already. So players can either play or they can sit. And the Packers have all the control over that now. Rodgers, Devontae have both said they want to play. I think if they're saying it, they're going to play. I just don't don't usually hear things from those two guys, especially from Rodgers, if it's not likely to happen and then have them sit out. So I, I think we'll at least see a little bit of those two. And there's going to be some other starters out there too. And and whether it's it's them knowing that they've come, come out sluggish after the bye week before, after resting, or just wanting to be part of the fun, there's no doubt that this team is just, they're enjoying their, their jobs right now. So they want to be out there. And the Lions have always posed a really tough challenge in Detroit, records aside, throughout the years. They're playing hard for their coach who they love, Dan Campbell. Jared Goff is still trying to go, recover from injury and play. Otherwise, it's going to be Tim Boyle, former Packers superstar backup Tim Boyle. The Neil Master, who'd be starting for Detroit. Uh, could be Jordan Love also. We don't know. I mean... And the reality is, is we can try to bubble wrap these guys, but it is football, and there's there's still a game to be played when all is said and done. And 60 minutes of, of football will be played on Sunday. So just be smart about it with the snap counts. And and if you have more of a preseason mentality, then you let guys like Juwan Winfrey, Shamar Jean Charles, TJ Slayton, you know, you let those guys get some reps and, you know, just, just the... The, the routine of dressing for the game for some of the starters and, and go play a few snaps, that might be all it takes. A quarter of football and like get ready, pregame routine, usual Sunday thing, let your body clock get, get right, play a quarter, and then sit. And that might be all they need. They don't have to play a full game. It'll help them stay in rhythm and then go rest up and get healthy for the divisional round. I think earlier this this week, Ross Tucker was on the Wendy's Big Show, and he said that when he played, he was an offensive lineman. If he could be granted one wish as a player, he said it would it would have been always would have been to feel better, not like to have the strength or this. It would have been to feel better. Week to week, it's really tough to recover in seven days and play again and go through that all over again. The only way to fix that is rest, and the Packers are getting a fair amount of it. Right now, don't forget they had the late bye early December, a month ago. And then they get another week. Essentially, here they can play with this week, and they've got next week too. And I know Matt LaFleur is going to be as wise as he can about it. He already knows what hasn't worked the last two years. So they'll figure out a way to stay fresh as well. But I think, all in all, the Packers just they did themselves a huge favor by destroying the Minnesota Vikings and Sean, the Sean Mannion-led Minnesota Vikings, like they should have, and giving themselves that flexibility to not have to do everything and be everything in Week 18. So I'm going to go with the Packers to somehow win this game. I don't know if it's going to be Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers, or what, but if, if Aaron Rodgers takes the field at all, even if he only plays a couple snaps, the Packers are, are going to win this game. And I think they're going to finish this season with 14 wins against three losses, and what a hell of a season that they will have put together. And if I'm wrong, whatever. Doesn't really matter. Just come out healthy. Is all that really is all that that we really care about at the end of at the end of it all. If Detroit benefits from 
a, a big victory at home and their home fans get a chance to see him beat the Packers, uh, the, you know, the third string Packers, so be it. Good for you, Detroit Lions and your fans. So that'll wrap it up for the Thursday edition of the Quick Slants podcast, everybody. The next time I come at you, it's going to be playoff bye week. The postseason will be upon us. We'll have more to talk about. Talk about the Packers and Lions games, some of the storylines that came out of it, some of the players who stepped up. Hopefully some young players had a chance to make their mark. We get a chance to take a look at a little bit of the future of the Green Bay Packers and talk a little bit of playoffs football. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Perrone. You can find Game On Wisconsin at Game On WI. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. As always, stay safe. It's cold out there. Stay warm. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Packers, Lions, and a capper to a great 2021 regular season. Go Pack Go! Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae. From right to left. Cutting left to the 50. To the 45-40. Track down from behind. 